Together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 7 verse 19 to 23. At that time, John, calling to him two of his disciples, sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you he who is to come, or shall we look for another? And when the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you he who is to come, or shall we look for another? In that hour he cured many of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and on many that were blind he bestowed sight. And he answered them, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is he who takes no offense at me. My dear brothers and sisters, it is absolutely amazing to realize how Jesus speaks well of John the Baptist. Throughout the Gospels, you you find Jesus speaking so eloquently about John the Baptist. But this account also leads us into another window. Did John know Jesus? Well, he knew of him, that is for sure. But did he know that he was the Messiah? We know in the Gospel of Luke that Luke presents Elizabeth and Mary as cousins. And so therefore, John and Jesus will be also cousins. But then did John know that Jesus was the Messiah? Or did he just have an idea that this is my cousin? Yes, there are instances in the gospel where John prepares the way for the Messiah. We also know in the gospel of John that John points out Jesus as the Lamb of God. But I'm talking about here in the gospel of Luke. And if you go, it is chapter 7. And John has already sent his own disciples. And he says, go and find out. Is he the one? Is he the one we've been waiting for? And there are lots of things to ponder there. The, the, the openness from John's side. The realization that on his own, he is not complete. But also the humility in accepting his own limitations. That yes, I am a preacher, I baptize, but I am not the Messiah. And I think that takes some maturity to realize that I may be good at this and that and that and the other, but 
I am not this, that, or that. Because that throws some sense of balance. To know that I may be good in many things, but there are certain things where I'm not good at. But also to go and search for the truth. He doesn't want to rely on the hearsay evidence. He wants to know for himself. I also find it absolutely amazing that he sends his disciples. He's not afraid that his disciples might leave him upon realizing the bigger picture. And how many of us struggle with that? That we are afraid of telling the truth or the whole truth because people upon realizing it may treat us differently, may walk away. And so we feel that we must keep people by deceiving them. And we forget that the truth allows the other person to make a well-informed decision. I find it absolutely amazing that as he comes with his, well, as the disciples come to Jesus, Jesus immediately starts curing the sick, healing diseases opening the eyes of the blind, the lame to walk, and the mute to speak, the deaf to hear. And Jesus says to the disciples, go and tell John what you have seen and what you have heard. It's an affirmation that what John has been preaching about is being realized in his lifetime. It is an affirmation that what John has been longing for has happened. And Jesus says, tell him what you've seen and what you've heard. Tell him that the blind have received their sight, the lame are able to walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf can hear and the dead are raised. The poor have been given good news. That's a change for many people. Many people's lives are then changed. And that leads me to the true realization of our faith. That our faith in God, salvation from Jesus Christ, should bring about change in our lives. That upon meeting Jesus Christ, my life must change. My life must witness to the greater truth. Upon meeting Jesus Christ, what has changed in my life? 
Am I more loving? Am I kinder? Am I forgiving? Am I understanding? Am I welcoming of people? Do I accept people that I don't necessarily like? Am I willing to listen to the other side of the story? Or do I always want to be right? Do I still gossip? Do I bring division? There is a huge difference between being critical and being negative. A person who has the ability to be critical does not always or only see negative things. If they see something negative, they will react. If they see something positive, they will react. That person leans towards being critical. And Jesus challenges us here by these last words. Blessed is the person who takes no offense in me. Do I take offense in God? In his work? In what he does in the church? In what he's doing in our family? My dear brothers and sisters, I fully acknowledge that life has been difficult for a great number of people. But do not allow a temporary measure to change who you are. Do not become bitter and angry. Do not make life unbearable for those who live with you. And we need to work on the attitude, I don't care. We need to strive. We are called for greater things. We are sons and daughters of God. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.